Here's your host, Alexander Garrett. Set those halls, trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. I just need to catch my breath. Christmas by myself is here. Well, actually, I had a very nice Christmas with my family and uh, I'm friends along the way, but this song I heard at Dunkin' Donuts ear caught my eye. That's Kylie Mignon and Iggy Pop. Um, two classics, right? But that instrumental with the horns, that, that just catches your ear. So I figured I'd share that a little bit with you there. Uh, on this edition, you know, I've been doing the Decade in Review, specifically my Decade in Review, because I've had a lot of special moments. And really, the decade kicked off with my second semester at Queens College, which led then to an event nine years ago in which Howie Rose, the voice of the Mets, Matt Higgins, the uh, a member of the Jets organization, and the man who directs the halftime show in the Super Bowl, Frank Subovitz, all joined me on WQMC Radio. So let me let you hear that first, uh, a few minutes of it anyway. And we started out, and I started out by asking Howie Rose and them, what was it like being back at the college campus studios of WQMC Radio. Previous incarnation, WQMC, was very instrumental in helping to achieve that because I spent a lot of time behind the microphone learning about things behind the scenes, learning how to do what you're doing now, Alex, which is run a board and do things apart from just speaking, and that experience is invaluable. Mm -hmm. And uh, Frank? Yeah, I have to say that I'm the, I'm the polar opposite of, of Howie. Um, Howie and I got to work together here at WQMC back in the in the early 70s, um, and and that was just for fun. I really enjoyed doing that. I still I still enjoy getting involved in media and those kinds of things. But but I was totally different. I I wanted to study biology. I wanted to pursue an academic career in, in research. Um, so I studied what I loved, and I and I'm glad I did. Um, I I was working part time at the same time uh, because when tuition was uh, was first imposed, I didn't have the money to. To, to spend, so I went to work. Uh, I worked at Radio City Music Hall as an usher, an usher captain, and an elevator operator, and a pollster's assistant, and whatnot. Um, and and that ended up becoming my career. I ended up in, in the theatrical business and the, the event production business through Radio City. Um, so I, I got to study what I loved when I was here. I got to do what I loved when I was done. And I think my scientific background has actually helped me a little bit in business because I've been able to to actually experiment with a lot of the events. One of the best being one of the best examples being Pro Bowl and how we've experimented with it on a on the scheduling basis to see what happens. So I, I've gotten to use the experimental design motif in my in my professional career anyway. Mm, and that uh, you know when I when I uh, came here I had a big fear of public speaking actually I, the last thing I wanted to do was to speak in front of, a, in front of an audience and then uh, my uh, first year here my brother and I got involved in, uh, in resurrecting the uh, dormant speech and debate society uh, and he was he was the one who was into it I wasn't I, I was a reluctant participant but it was called uh, QC forensics I'm sure it still exists right now and through that experience I really learned how to uh, speak to an audience it gave me uh, confidence uh, it really developed all those different skills and I've used that to this day I mean every time I speak I speak in, in, in one 
two threes and organize my thoughts for the opening and a conclusion. And that all started at Queens College. Also, I uh, I uh, started a political party when I was here, and uh, and that lasted about a year. But the experience of, of uh, organizing and running for office and ultimately losing, you know, carried carried me uh, into politics. And uh, after I left Queens College, I went from being a reporter to working for Mayor Giuliani, and then ultimately I was his press secretary. So I went from a kid who couldn't speak in front of a class to speaking in front of, you know, hundreds of journalists. So Queens College, really, I attribute most of my career success to, to this building. So the Tea Party was invented here. <laughs> the Tea Party was invented here, and I handed it off for a little bit, and I'll take the mantle again. It was called United Students Coalition, but we couldn't get on the ballot because uh, UP was pretty effective in keeping us off. I, I keep that grudge, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what, what's it feel like for all of you to come back to your alma mater? Well, for me, it's just so rewarding because I instantly flash back to the days when I literally dreamt of doing what I'm doing now and to sort of relive what was the foundation for all of that is a very humbling feeling, which hopefully you'll get to experience someday because, you know, as soon as you come back, little things like smells and sights trigger memories that take you right back to, in my case, the mid-1970s. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know I've told you this before, Alex, and I always tell it to kids, whether I'm here or even in high school, speaking to, speaking to students, this school in particular, having been here, has such a wonderful wide-ranging curriculum and the one thing I wish I could get back is the fact that I didn't take advantage of very much of it when I was here because I was so single-minded about what I wanted to do but as Matt and Frank can certainly attest to there's a wide wide world out there apart from broadcasting or the media I would beg students to take things that don't necessarily interest them that you're gonna benefit from later on. Take a business course, even if that's not your chosen field of profession. Take a history course. Take a sociology course. Take biology. Learn. D take advantage of what this school has to offer because it transcends just this radio station or the media or, if they still call it, CAS. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I have to say that, that, that I missed Queens College the moment I stepped off campus. I loved every minute of being here. I actually grew up in the neighborhood, uh, really about a 20-minute walk from here. So I'm, I'm a Queens guy at, at heart, uh, born and raised here. I was, I was here until I was in my, in my 30s. Uh, not here at Queens College, but, but in Queens. And, uh, and I, any chance that I could get when I could be back in the neighborhood just to walk the campus has been, uh, has been something I've always made a point to do. Yeah, I love this place. It's great to be back. I came here. I grew up like a lot of folks in Queens, you know, scrappy, poor. You know, this was uh, my, my mother came here. It was uh, she. She actually came here on a on a GED, uh, single parent, four boys, struggling to raise them all. And then um, not only received her uh, BA here, but then went on and got two master's degrees. So for me, Queens College was about opportunity. My whole family went here, and I, I used to love going to class at night with these kids who are dealing with some of the toughest circumstances and were doing everything they could to fight to better themselves, better their families and uh, it really is a special place I guess every college has that but I feel like here in particular you know there were a lot of people on a mission from all over the world just trying to get to a get to a better place now before I move any further I just want to say thank you to the departments that allow me the opportunity to talk to people like Howie Rose like Frank Sopovitz like legal counsel for the NBA even Howie Benjamin and and uh, Emmy award-winning producer Michael Weissman and Gil Marquis I want to thank the former president of Queens College, James Meiskin, for giving me that opportunity through the Department of Alumni, uh, Sarah Kahn, 
Dave D'Amato, another good friend of mine from the alumni department. And of course, John Andrew Jack and VP Joe Bertolino. We miss you, Joe. And my buddy Andrew and, and others, Queens College Athletics. Uh, before this decade closed, I want to say thank you to Michael Sport and Rob Twible, of course. My buddy Chris Oliva, the Oliva family. And my roommate. Now, I don't know if you ever got a chance to do this, but calling your college roommates 1,000th career point was quite a thrill, and I got to do just that when my buddy Khalil McDonald on the Queens College men's basketball team did this back in 2012. Big possession. Piyasaki inbounds it to Akamu on the far side, on the near side, in front of Sachs bench. Now, Akamu passing the timeline. Gets it over to Morty. Morty, what are they going to do? They're going to get to Piyasaki. Piyasaki, underneath to McDonald. McDonald has it. Shot is good. 1,000 points. 1,000 career points for Khalil McDonald, making him the 25th player in the school's history to achieve that honor. Hold on one second. After that timeout, as he earns point one thousand. That indeed was an extremely special night, and um, what what was the experience like behind the scenes as the announcer, as a play-by-play guy? First of all, I think Mike, Rob, Tom Emberley, they all instilled in me this idea of getting things together, of getting it together, of making it work of while while the wind is blowing around it's on the baseball field staying focused exactly on the play at hand on the play in front of you uh meeting deadlines i mean th- those were things that i picked up at queens and i had a fun social life for four years crazy how time flew but I, I guess to me, it was like I just felt like I could be myself no matter what. And I thank Queens College for that. I thank my friends for that. And I was very humble when I got an award my senior year for the work I did. I didn't expect it. But it was special. And now, six years later, ending the decade, in talk radio as a producer, I've learned a lot here too. You know, WQMC Radio was great, but that was just the engineering of the board that these have now commercially got to get cut these have audio cuts you have to get this was such a leap from college radio but again thank you to those who afforded me the chance to do all of this in a four-year time and beyond i still do work for queens when i can and no matter what the journey had its stumbles. There is no doubt about it this decade. The journey had stumbles as an announcer, as a play-by-play guy. Couldn't get up for the gym sometimes at 6 a.m. to wake up at the fitness center. But along this journey, I always have felt support no matter how things spiraled either out of control or whatnot. There were people there to keep me on my toes, keep me back up, lift me back up, keep it going. And I feel that very same way here as a talk radio producer at AM 970 The Answer. And I want to show you 
I want to play for you a little montage I made for my first year that's been expanded a little bit, obviously. It's six years now. That I still feel hits home as this was the second part of my journey in the decade. Major Alex Garrett, you got to understand, you're a new Jackie. The staff at AM 970 The Answer would like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. Hi, I'm Alexander Garrett, producer for Kevin McCullough Radio, wishing you and yours a very happy Hanukkah and a very Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. This is Matthew Sambolin, operations manager for AM 970 The Answer, wishing all of you a very healthy and happy New Year and a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year from AM 970 The Answer. Turn the page. 551 on WMCA 570. I'm Alexander Garrett with the weather. Right now, a cold and clear 25 degrees. High expected to be 34 and low for the day, 23 degrees. Once again, right now, 25 degrees and mostly clear. I'm Alexander Garrett, WMCA 570. Happy New Year, everybody. My engineer is Alex. Alex is mission control. He keeps me in orbit, and he's a great guy, and he cracks jokes, and he's a nice guy. Studio operations today by Matt Sambolin and Alex Garrett, and our engineer and technical coordinator is Mike Infantino. Our next Seton Hall broadcast will be on Wednesday night from Madison Square Garden, the opening round of the Big East Tournament as the Pirates take on Butler. You know what's so funny is uh, uh, Jason, our intern, found the script to that SNL. Actually, got to give credit to Alex Garrett there. Uh, Al, did Alex find that sketch? I yeah. did. We couldn't I, find I it. Went, it's a Bud Light parody. And found it. Alex, where did you find it? On Yahoo you found On it? On Yahoo. They had a whole God list bless. of different sports-related things with Robin Williams. And oh, oh, there you Alex are. Is our, I, Alex is our young engineer sitting in because because uh, Alcatulo's got uh, social obligations. <laughs> But uh, we have a, a milestone, Alex, just before the before we started the show. Let me know that this was his one-year anniversary here with 970. And uh, I want to congratulate him on a year uh, with the company. I've been broadcasting for over 17 years now, and he is one of the best, brightest young producers in the business. And I want to just give him a big congratulations. Bro, we are uh, honored to have you as part of the team, and you do a, a good job for us. And I'm just uh, so grateful that you dedicate your to always being better and always improving. So we're just we're just honored to have you around uh, these parts at Kevin McCullough. The voices you heard on that montage, by the way, are Curtis Sliwa, Frank Morano, Joe Piscopo, Jerry Hickey of Invite Health, Kevin McCullough, and Dan Kahigas, Gary Cohen, of course, with the Mets, doing Seton Hall during the winter. I'm doing a game with them tonight, actually. And Dave Popkin. Not only has it been a big part because there were happenings, but... The emotional side of it, the support, the substance behind every day at whether it was Queens College or AM970 Answer slash AM570 The Mission, WMCA. The support, the recovery from stumbles, whether on the air, off the air, booking guests, whatever, that sticks with you. And a whole decade of that, and I also appreciate the love and support from... Jerry Crowley, the GM of the stations at AM970 The Answer at Salem Media Group. Thank you to him for all he's done to 
bring me up into radio, if you will, from a board up to executive producer. It does not happen overnight. I understand that, and I know that, and I appreciate that fact. More and more each day, by the way. They respect my uh, the human side of me, and I really uh, appreciate that a lot. And I never want to settle. I never want to... Say, all right, well, we had a great day. Let's not do it again tomorrow. No, let's do it again tomorrow. You know, this decade's also taught myself about resilience, and through these stations and through Queens College, I've always felt that resilience. Resilience through being able to get chance after chance after chance to prove myself. But resilience also because, yeah, I made mistakes, big ones. But Queens College and 970 and, and Salem Media in their own ways taught me to be even more resilient to not think about the mistake that was made to do better on it and through that I progressed into doing actual full length broadcasts producing them recording them you know there was a time when I first started here that I felt like an army was watching me produce a show now I'm able to get into a studio and do the show do it right Put the tweets out about it without supervision, without heavy supervision. And that's progress in the decade's end. To be able to just jump on mic at Queens College after a few years of not doing it for a while and still feel that magic, still feel that aura of doing a soccer game, of doing a basketball, of doing baseball, that never leaves you. <laughs> that always excites you, you know? So as we close out this decade, I wanted to do another shout-out again to all my friends at Queens College and at 970 for always having my back, no matter what, no matter through thick and thin. That's special. That's special. This decade affected me personally, away from work as well. Major changes happened in health, my personal life. Kind of want to reflect on that. So that'll be my last podcast of the decade and kudos to Spotify who have 2015 through 19 listed on steps at Penn Station and those are the years of my quote unquote come up 2015 to 19 was when I really started to push this podcast forward so thank you for continuing to join us thank you for continuing to listen and may you be blessed on this Monday night, the night before the final night. This is the penultimate night of the decade. Can you believe it? Penultimate night of this decade. Doesn't that shock you? Doesn't that blow your mind? But we're here, baby. Be safe. Have fun. Celebrate wisely. We'll finish up tomorrow and then see you in 2020. I'm Alex Garrett. Keep it real with Alexander Garrett. Talk to you soon.